Welcome to the Harrisburg Brethren in Christ Church podcast. My name is Ryan Cagno. The HBIC podcast brings you weekly episodes on the topic of discipleship, where we'll sit down with members of the HBIC family to hear their stories, hear about the different ways people at HBIC are pursuing discipleship. In other words, how they are learning to follow Jesus' example and obey his teachings in their daily lives in practical ways. This week, I sat down with Aiden and Kate Lewis to talk about conflict, conflict resolution, uh, in other words, fighting well. They're coming at it from the context of their marriage, and I think there are plenty of principles that translate to all of us as we think about what it means to handle conflict in general in ways that are godly, respectful, and that can contribute to us being the type of loving body of Christ that we are called to be and are striving to be. Uh, it's a fun conversation. Hope you enjoy. Just I, I wish I had had that on the recording. Um, <laughs> but now everything you say will be. Okay. Uh, yes. Kate and Aiden Lewis, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, thanks. for having us, Ryan. Do you love to fight well yep. with one another? We fight love so good. Love to fight good. well. We're the best. <laughs> so just always training. Yeah. Well, who are you guys, first of all, and then we'll get into why you fight with each other so much and then how you do it so well. Okay. And also, just a caveat, this is not a marriage advice no. <laughs> episode. We've been married for like a year and a half. We for do like not, a year and a no. half? How long have we been married, Aiden? A year and three months. Okay. Yeah. That was almost a fight. That we was, made it. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. A year, year and a quarter. There we go. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, so I'm Caitlin Lewis. Um, so I am a Central PA native who graduated from Messiah a few years ago. We were the, both Aiden and I, we were the graduating class of 2020. I joke that it's the apocalypse class. Um, and I graduated with a degree in communications, so I do communications-y things for various small businesses and nonprofits. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. And Aiden, what do you do? So I'm not from Pennsylvania. I'm originally from upstate New York near, uh, Rochester. The great white north. Yep, yep. It's like Hoth up there. It's great. Uh, so I moved south to the temperate climates of... (laughs) Central PA. Um, but I also Temperate. went to Messiah, went to uh, Messiah for musical theater to start out, and then graduated with a degree in theater directing and design. Um, and then, yeah, we've graduated in the apocalypse year, so all the theaters shut down, and I didn't have a job. So <laughs> I had to kind of change things about what I wanted to do, and I uh, decided to pursue English ed. Um, and I've been working as an English teacher for the last year and a half-ish, and uh, it's summer now, so just getting things ready for the the new year. Living the dream. Yeah. You guys have been at HBEC a year plus at this point. Year and some change. Year and some change. I don't remember. Or wait a minute, actually, we started attending before we got married, Mm -hmm. so... We started attending we January of 2022. Okay. So we actually are at a year and a half with HBIC. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> We've been going to HBIC. This is a more s- significant relationship than your marriage. I guess at this you point. got it. Must be. Technically. It's okay. all because of Pastor Linda. We love her. 
Not you, just Linda. Oh yeah, you're Fair good enough. too. It's yeah. Everyone make sure right. to differentiate which pastor specifically you appreciate. Um, <laughs> so why why conflict resolution? What why f- fighting? Well, why is that important to you guys? Before we get into how exactly you do it, okay. before yeah. you impart to us your year and three months wisdom of of being married to one another. Yes, the sages that we are. Yes. Um, so, do you want me to take this, Aiden? Yeah, sure. Um, so, for me, growing up, uh, conflict was something that was very present. I don't want to say that my family fought all the time, but we. So we, Aiden and I, kind of joke that his family was very passive aggressive leaning when it came to conflict management and mine was just aggressive aggressive so um when we started dating I knew that we were raised super differently and I come from a blended family and so there were lots of questions and things that I had that I I kind of purposefully tested him with to see if he could stand the test of time (laughs) and so our first few years of dating were a little turbulent um and our this past year has had its moments but I think it would have been a lot harder if we had ignored a lot of conflict and tried to just push things under the rug so we have a little bit of a unique approach to how we fight I don't really like that word so much but how we argue and manage conflict in our relationship yeah I I didn't mean to be disparaging a little bit ago when I said a, a year and three months. Uh, I think there's something we could learn from you guys, from anyone. I also think it's a good perspective because in my experience, at least the first year of marriage was like w- the the rate of fighting mm. was yeah. really intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It slows down, but like learning to like live yeah. with another person in this Suddenly way. you have another person in your space where there wasn't one before and you're like, So you're fighting geez, over how do we... toothbrush placement and yep. you're fighting oh over vacuuming oh. rhythms and mm-hmm. the whole everything. We right? could talk about toothbrushes. That could be a whole other podcast episode. I have issues remembering which toothbrush is mine because no we change them out so frequently. I'm constantly using his and I have to ask myself, is it green or blue? I don't remember. <laughs> It's real. Yeah, it is real. <laughs> yeah. I should start wrapping mine with duct tape. Yeah. Yeah. I'd still get confused. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit about our reasoning for why it's so important and why we're so passionate about it. A lot of it for you is rooted in your family of origin and just that this is how you guys communicated and operated and you have to... Yeah. Bring Aiden into that mode of being a little bit. Yeah. And I don't want to say like, wow, my family was great at conflict and his was terrible because I think they were very extreme in both examples. I think Mm -hmm. mine was very, we're going to get out all of our rage. So at least we know what's on the table kind of feeling no matter who got hurt or what was said in the middle of that. And I'm not saying my poor parents that are going to be listening to this podcast. I love you guys. Um, so <laughs> they <laughs> they have grown and we grew as a family to kind of um, shift and tweak those um, approaches. But for a lot of my formative years, that's kind of how it was. It was like, okay, rah, we're going to get all of what we're feeling out so that we could discuss it. But for Aiden, it was very different. Yeah. So my... 
I also love you, Mom, Dad. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> you didn't mess me up too bad. And I, I guess for good measure, I should say I also love my you parents. You should say that, yes. Just to say it. Yeah, it's always love a you, good Kev. reminder. They yeah. don't listen to this. That's all right. Love you, Pam. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so my parents went out of their way not to show conflict. So, like, I, oh man, I can't even count the number of times that after church they would be like, okay, go inside. We're just going to have a, a chat out here. And then we would, like, hear them yelling at each other from the car. <laughs> or, you know, they would save arguments until we went to bed. And then, of course, you know, we would still hear it because we lived in an old house with very thin walls. Um, and so there was kind of a feeling of, well, conflict disrupts the peace. And we don't want to disrupt the peace in this house. We want everything to be, you know, to be okay. Um, so I kind of, as the oldest child in my family, I kind of had to play the role or felt like I had to play the role of the peacemaker. Like, okay, mom and dad are upset at each other, but that's okay. Everything's fine. We don't have to worry about anything because that, that would be a problem if we worried about stuff. Don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so coming into our marriage, I was kind of like, no, everything's fine. It's okay. And Kate was like, no, we have to face these problems right now. And so <laughs> it was a <laughs> it was a transition for sure for me to be able to uh, take on the problems um, yeah. that we have and, and the things that we need to talk about as a married couple. You guys kind of represent the two poles uh, and two of the, you know, opposed uh, ways of approaching this. And, exactly. Um, <laughs> which is relevant to people who are married. It's relevant to any relationship it's relevant to the church um the where do you find the balance or the median point between like uh avoidance and all out assault all the time mm -hmm. um yeah. you know and you'll talk with people and, and arguments can be made in either either direction there's a ton of value in honesty and uh the rawness and getting it all out there um but to temper that with like grace and love for one another and uh, patience and forbearance at times. You know what I mean? I, I have learned from my wife, my wife's, uh, New York family. Um, I've been at Christmases where people were yelling at each other across the table. So like profusely that I, I physically had to leave the room cause I was so uncomfortable and like thought the family was breaking up. Jeez. And then I came back in 10 minutes later and the same two people were just laughing and like embracing. And I was just like, okay, this is a different mode of, of doing it. I don't know if full bore foot on the gas all the time yep. without right. any qualifications is, is helpful. So how do we like, how do we uh, find the blend of those two approaches? How do you two find the blend of those say, two approaches? How do we, it's a or great have, hypothetical. have we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I echo so much of what you've said. So um, a lot of my family is also from um, New York and Long Island. And so I, I can relate to the very like fire and ice, hot and cold. I, by nature, am a very all-or-nothing person, and so when, you know, when we would have arguments as a family, it would be spectacular. It would be like we could sell <laughs> popcorn, and, like, it, it was just fantastical, um, but I think 
so much of that was difficult later on when I had to support another person. And I don't mean support like necessarily like as a burden or something I have to physically or financially support. I just mean I have to make sure that I steward his his heart well, <laughs> I guess, because he gave it to me when we were married and when we, you know, said our vows. And so for me to be able to make sure that I can be all of who I am and who God has created me to be, but not in this like um, flesh version of it where I just say whatever I want or I can just let all of my anger and feelings get out. I think there's a goodness in that where, hey, we do need to figure out exactly how we feel and why we feel this. Um, I will talk about probably how we have a nip it in the bud approach to most things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, I think one of my learned responses just from growing up and partially of who I am is I get to a point where I get very upset and then I get sarcastic and name collie. That's like my go-to when I feel cornered or I feel attacked. And instead of like getting defensive necessarily, that's just who I turn into. And so once I start to feel those kinds of feelings just trickle back in, you know, when the devil gets a foothold kind of thing, then I know, okay, I got to take five minutes because I am not mad at you. I am just currently mad at the situation. <laughs> and I mm -hmm. don't think that you are an idiot loser. I just <laughs> feel that in my brain right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when I kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum, I get really defensive when I get cornered and like just... I feel guilty, but I'm like, I can't take on that guilt. I just got to defend and deflect and kind of move away from the problem. So, yeah, we definitely kind of see the flight or fight responses between the two of us. So I think, I think it's important then that we take the time that we need to take to realize that, okay, this is not a problem of you versus me. This is a problem of us as a team against the problem that we are facing. And that can be a difficult realization at times. And sometimes we need to, like Kate said, we need to take space from each other so that we can think rationally and not just with our emotions. So yeah, taking a pause, taking a breath, taking time has been a huge one in my experience as well, just let the emotions come down. That being said, you talked about nipping in in the bud, mm -hmm. yes. which I think is a uh, horticultural yeah, uh, gardening idiom. reference. Gardening <laughs> reference. It's not nip it in the butt. It's uh, oh, yes. pulling out that the That is very bud. important to us. As I a just like to take, take asides <laughs> to... Yeah. Educate people on the proper use Good. of Yes, of please slang. stop saying nip, nip it, it in the, the butt. butt. It's yep. the it bud. You want to pull the bud off mm -hmm. before it flowers mm -hmm. into yep. something bad. Yes. Into bad flowers. Anyway, so oh, how do horrible. you how do you take time and it's a good thing we can edit these podcasts. How do you take time um, but also, what, what does it mean for you to nip it in the bud? What do you... Uh, we do this pretty frequently. It, I, I think I, as soon as you make a comment or I say something to you, will immediately be like, yo, that was not okay. And it's not, we go out of our way to make sure immediately it is addressed. Mm -hmm. I think that we do that partially because um, 
we've heard so many, you know, wiser married couples mention to not sweep things under the rug and to not let things fester. Or we've just seen what happens when people let things fester for years and years and stuff it down until they die. Um, so we, we go out of our way to immediately, as soon as I'm offended or you feel invalidated, we will, we kind of attack it. And that's Mm -hmm. why we kind of call our conflict management style proactively direct. We coined it. You can't take it. (laughs) Trademarked. Uh, so yeah, when we see something that we think could be a problem further down the road, we mm, go, okay, yeah. we need to take care of that right now. Otherwise, it's going to get worse, um, which can be a lot of pressure. And it means that, yes, we do have quite a few arguments because who's not going to have problems down the road? Um, but I think trying to attack those problems and trying to get at the the root of what we see as a problem um, definitely helps us in the long run to know that you know we can trust and rely on each other even in those difficult moments. Yeah, you're having a lot of little mini confrontations mm-hmm. along the way, addressing things as they're coming up. Yep. Yeah. So that yep. you don't end up smashing the dishes on each other's heads a month later. That Aiden didn't do. Exactly. No. <laughs> that I didn't wash. Yeah. Those <laughs> poorly <laughs> those poorly wrongly washed dishes smashed mm-hmm. over his head. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just that I, I, if anybody's not doing them right, it's me. You just <laughs> need to do them quickly. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> no, but I bet if people looked into our arguments, especially in this concept that we're talking about, the nip it in the bud approach, like people would probably be like, oh my gosh, that is not a big deal. Like, why are you even arguing about that? They'd probably feel like we blow everything out of proportion, but it's on purpose mm-hmm. so that when it is a big deal and if and when those larger problems that have stemmed from this route come, then we'll know how to approach them because we've either already thought about it, thought about it. <laughs> Or have talked about it. So, do you guys find it difficult at all to to nip it in the bud to have that proactive directness? Um, I think there's good reason why people don't tend to do that. Mm. It's easier, yeah, to just let something go and to m- keep moving on with your day. Yeah. But the lie there is are you actually letting it go mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> or are exactly. you carrying it with you? Yeah. You know? So yeah. when we were f- first, when we first started dating, I was definitely of that kind of approach where like, Oh, that I didn't like the way that that happened. It's probably fine. <laughs> I'll just move on, but I wouldn't move on. And that, yeah, like you said, it would fester and it would kind of take on the form of resentment rather than me, uh, you know, picking my battles and kind of pushing it away. So, like, yes, pick your battles, and yes, don't fight about everything that comes along, but also... Do. Do it. Fight about everything. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. <laughs> but also the things that are important and you see as um, continuing issues, you know, don't just let that let that be. Take it on and... and be mature enough to find the solution. Be mature enough to find the solution. Are we mature enough? Yeah, I don't know. You're there. <laughs> Probably <laughs> You're not. You're there. You've made it. We Doing made it. We won. No, yeah. I think it's a good word. I think like normalizing, normalizing that that type of uh, confrontation is okay. I don't even necessarily want to call it conflict. 
but thinking about this in a marriage, I'm thinking about it in the church right now, like just normalizing being able to say to someone, Hey, that wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've heard stories and been at this church now for two years and, you know, the journey of, you know, uh, racial reconciliation here, for example, you know, a lot of the work that was done over decades was like, we have to be able to say, Hey, that wasn't okay. With a smile and an embrace and a, we're not going anywhere. This isn't uh, reflect existentially on us or our marriage or our, our uh, shared membership in this church. Um, you know, normalizing that like we can call that stuff out as it's happening and work through it uh, is a good word. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good application of kind of what we're thinking about in a broader sense. I like that. Yeah. So, Kate, what has been, as the one in this relationship who's, this, the fighting comes naturally to you. Um, Oops. The confrontation. <laughs> what, what have, how would you characterize, like, the thing you've had to learn to kind of pull yourself back or not, like, trample Aiden? I think that with everyone, there are pressure points and things that will specifically and very pointedly hurt someone. And so if we, being Aiden and I, if we are arguing, and there are places I know that I really could do a lot of damage by saying or touching on, then I, I've learned to really, um, yeah, temper what I say. Because like I mentioned before, a lot of my learned responses when I feel attacked or cornered I resort to sarcasm and name calling and usually fun fact those are the things Aiden hates so (laughs) I don't think anyone loves that but particularly Aiden really gets hurt when I use those tactics and so I've really had to calm down in the midst of that and sometimes I can't tell you how many times literally in a fight I will go to him can you tell I'm trying to be nice can you tell that I'm trying to be calm can you tell please tell me I can tell you're being nice thank you um and I will say that so many times because I think that it helps me and it helps me stay calm I don't know if it really works but um I'm still I can speak to that. Yeah, please I definitely do. think that it helps. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I Because when you say, it helps me for sure, because when you say, I'm trying to be calm, I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying not to freak out at you right now, it kind of makes me go, oh, all right, she's, I can tell she's really making an effort right now. I need to reciprocate and make the same effort. And so that helps me kind of calm down and say, okay, this is, you know, we're a team, we're trying to face a problem, we're not attacking each other, it's going to be okay. And then I, I get less defensive because of that. And for you, what is, for you, Aiden, what has been the biggest thing that you've had to, like, kind of master or work on to bring yourself out of the shell? Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, just realizing that my, the way that I feel about things is valid and the way that I am trying to take on problems makes sense um that we are again you know we are trying to take the problems that we see on a day-to-day basis and we are trying to solve them and when we start out as a couple there's going to be a lot of problems 
And the arguments that we're having do not show that we are bad people or that we are weak in our relationship. They are just us needing to be able to solve issues that come up between us. And so I think that realization that conflict is not bad, arguing is not bad, um, but there is a way to do it that can be bad or can be beneficial for both of us has been a learning process for sure. Um, when we first started dating, I would get so scared when she would get upset with me um, and and then just like shut down and be really timid and quiet and, and defensive about it. Those um, were difficult. Those, those were, were difficult, difficult times. times. We difficult. don't speak of it. <laughs> I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I know to speaks to me and I'm sure it'll speak to a lot of people listening just that that phrase you said of um I'm gonna butcher it but like to know that like what I think mm-hmm. about this is valid or what I feel about this is valid you know there's I don't know if it's half of people there's definitely a segment of people for whom like they need to be consciously you know yeah uh, remind themselves of that and then there's the other half of people that just assume they're what they think is the only thing that's valid and right really have yeah. to deal with those people, but yeah, we're a little overconfident. In oh, I wasn't thing. saying you were part of that. Oh, definitely, <laughs> it is me. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's me. Jesus is. I'm the I'm problem. The problem. It's me. the problem. It's her. Uh, I did think of a funny fight though. Unless we're yeah. So one of the most recent fights that has been funny, I guess, in you know, to look obje- at objectively is uh, putting down the little thing in the shower. <laughs> I don't know what that's called, but like the little, what is that? <laughs> the, the, uh, so we have a, we have a like shower that's in a tub and, yeah. and so you, know. you can the like stopper switch it. To, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the little stopper that makes it mm-hmm. stop being a bath and makes it a shower. Oh yeah. So I'd never put it down so that it's a bath again. Oh Aiden. And, never. Never. And so and sometimes Kate's like, okay, I'm gonna go take a bath and I'll just hear a little ah from upstairs. I will literally just go ah and then there so there there was one time I got so upset about this and I thought you know what I'm gonna take a slightly passive aggressive approach and I taped it down <laughs> I taped it so That's that he more could not than take a slightly shower slightly passive aggressive slightly. <laughs> Just slightly. Slightly. but it's shot very obvious That's the thing if I'm gonna make a passive aggressive move it's gonna be obvious like I don't think Aiden has ever had to question hmm I wonder what Kate is really thinking or if she's upset about this Which oh really he knows appreciate. he yeah, knows That's active yeah. aggressive yeah. yeah Aiden put the thing down Okay, I'm not even taking baths, but I need See? to feel the water temp before I'm just I blasted have with it. Right, I can't get so a much clear. Better. Maybe edge. I don't want to wash my hair, and now it's all wet. Maybe That's I just fair. don't want to be like a savage with this thing spraying all of a sudden all over the bathroom, and I need a moment to, you know. That's true. Yeah, right? that's fair. That's fair. But yeah. I, I feel like it's gotten bad, better. Question mark. Has we'll it? talk about it later. Okay, sounds good. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other? Uh, like major things you want to leave us with from your two pages of notes that you brought into this podcast. Oh Sorry. my goodness. Half, yeah. Right. And like triple spaced. Um, <laughs> I think one thing I actually do want to mention because this is an area of weakness that I have needed to grow in a lot 
is not arguing in front of people. Mm. Like, I'm not saying you can't argue in front of your children or your family or close, you know, people that you really trust. But, like, there are times that I would straight up bring to attention in front of a group of people something that Aiden did immediately and totally embarrassed him. And I felt horrible afterwards. Sometimes it was fueled by my hope to make a weird joke and it just missed and then sometimes I was really annoyed and I did it on purpose because I am spiteful but um this is an area that I I think is really important um and that we've really worked on and talked a lot about especially um just being a united front when we're in front of people do you want to talk about that more (laughs) yeah just so whenever we are around people again that are not like close family or like really close friends um we just we try to have each other's back for everything and be that um the the two people that are always going to be or the the one person i guess i don't know why i said two people the one person that is always going to be there to support the other person to respect and to love them and then when we get home we say hey you did something stupid what's wrong with you um there was one time we were literally i'm gonna call out some folks at our church i am so sorry to the daltons we literally fought in your driveway for like a half hour after we hung out with you guys because we were talking about things that we needed to address immediately so we are a united front when we are in front of people and I will have his back even when he gets the date wrong for a movie reference or even if it's a stupid little thing or a big thing I I will have his back no matter what it is and once we get in the car and once we leave home we'll be talking about it it doesn't necessarily need to be a daunting thing and it's not like he's sitting there the whole rest of the night we're in front of people oh my gosh it's we're gonna, it's gonna, what am I gonna do I'm gonna I can't get, believe I said Star Wars came I out in 1979 I know what an idiot um and so but it's not a daunting thing it's just uh it's another it's it's back to our nip it in the bud thing where it's like okay we got to talk about this because it happened and we can't ignore it so how do you differentiate that from what aiden's parents modeled for him as a child where they were like kids go inside and we're gonna be out here in the driveway like hashing this out Mm -hmm. how is that different yeah I think it's I think it's tricky to see it as being different because you know right now we don't have any kids. We also gave the exact same example. Yeah, but. we totally did. We totally <laughs> did. Um and it's not like we don't trust our friends enough to argue around them. And but it's less of a we want to hide the conflict and more of a we want to be able to support each other. And to love each other well and to show people that, hey, we, you know, this is my person. Don't mess with them. Um, and I think that <laughs> I think that message can get lost if we are constantly fighting and arguing with each other around our friends. and folks. Yeah. And I think our close friends and family know us well enough th- that they know that I am a firecracker and that. <laughs> Aiden is doing his best in the fight. Um, (laughs) And then we also don't have kids. So I'm sure that some of this will change when we, when we do decide to have children, but I 
would like to believe that we will argue in front of them mm-hmm. and be able to be at a mature place where we are not sarcastic, name-calling, or defensive, but mm-hmm. it will probably still be a little loud. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and that's the growth point Yeah, between good fighting and bad fighting is just like there's a way to fight that's respect respectful, not sarcastic, not mean. And maybe it's not even fighting at that point. Maybe it's just a disagreeing or arguing. And like, mm-hmm. there's a way to do that with people and in front of your kids and whatever that doesn't involve taking pot shots at one another, et cetera. Right. And those things that progressively we're trying to weed out of our hearts and takes a long time. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't trying to call out an inconsistency. I was just curious. It's it's well, no, it's you're right. Hard, no, it, it, it was a little it is inconsistent. kind of an inconsistency. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's just, it's a hard it's a hard balance. You know, I mean, it's really tricky to know how to uh, confront somebody in in public like that. And and you know, and I think you're probably right. Like, I think you should confront issues with people one on one, like off to the side. I mean, I'm thinking of Matthew 18 where. Anabaptist, it's a big text for us, but like the first thing you do if you have a beef with somebody is you pull them to the side. If they don't listen, you bring other people into the mix. And if you, you know, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. whatever. So yeah. I do think there's precedent for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It can be a powerful thing. What, what we're modeling to different people, to children, to church members, to just people in our life for sure. So being conscientious about it's really important you know yeah um ideally we're modeling love right we're modeling uh that as a picture of 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 god in the world um is in how we love one another but um anyway yeah any other quick hits pearls of wisdom to add to our string i think the only other random thing i can think of is this is a slightly unpopular opinion And again, we're not giving marriage advice. For us, it does not work the whole don't go to bed angry thing. It just doesn't work for us usually. Mm -hmm. And I know there's a whole Bible verse about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we, yeah, I think for us, if we continue discussing something over and over and over again, right before bed in the hopes that we will somehow resolve it with a nice tidy little bow and then kiss each other goodnight and go to sleep. I think that is hard for us. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work often. And mm-hmm. I feel like we get very exhausted and more upset <laughs> if we try to force a resolution when it's not due yet. That's yeah. just us though. That's not to say that it doesn't work for other people. Mm-hmm. There comes a point where it's two in the morning. And you just yeah, like, it's like the, us yelling at each other. We still don't know where we're eating for dinner. It's just <laughs> we we decided we're gonna eat yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're six layers deep on the argument. You don't really. At right. some point, you're having like a meta argument where you're right. We're right. fighting about the fighting. Fighting about fighting the about. fight and yeah. not about the thing. Right. You, really you know, I didn't even want dinner. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> even believe in dinner, and right. this wasn't the point. Just, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, I think that's legit. I mean, so you're referencing the sun go. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Yeah, in Ephesians. Yeah. yeah. I so feel. I don't know if we have comment sections. I don't know how the internet works. Feel free to weigh in if you're how a scholar the in the comment work? section. Question mark is that a thing? But um, 
Yeah, I would wager that that doesn't literally mean like handle all of your conflicts before like the setting of the sun on a t- on a particular day. Like I think mm-hmm. the sun going down, your anger means like don't don't miss your opportunity to address this. Yeah. Ooh, I like um, that. Yeah. Don't know, let it like fester. The sun going down means like that moment's passed. It's you know that could be it could be a, a year's thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you had a chance, and that thing is like that that thing mm-hmm. is festered now. That's it. Like. I don't think it's literally like before bedtime. Yeah. Going to bed angry is not in scripture, but not letting the sun go down. Right yeah. I think right. thinking about that more broadly uh, than just the day, thinking about it more broadly than the person you happen to be going to bed with. Um, I mean, <laughs> right? You're right. You are right, yeah. Pastor. Yeah. We're <laughs> laughing about something that I just edited out. Anyways, oh, thank oh you, Aiden Kay, for being on the podcast. I'm not allowed Anytime, to come back. Man. That was great. (laughs) Amen. Yay. Yay, man.